I know. They're at, so there was one just sit, like plopped. You know when they plop and they sit and they get just really big and they just like a rock, look like a rock with a head. Just sitting on my way in. I was like, please don't, please don't freak out when I walk by you. I saw a post in someone else's Facebook group for a different podcast and they mentioned something. I'm like, there's no way they're talking about us, but I can't sleep. So <laughs> someone mentioned that a doctor on another podcast said a piece of information that sounded very close to a piece of information that I said. And then I realized that we refer to me as a doctor all the time. Yeah. I haven't actually explained that I'm not actually a doctor. You're a doctor. So I just wanted to clear the air. This is sitting crooked with Dr. Jenner and Angie. The delusional. So hi, welcome. Hello. We talk about a lot of uncomfortable things that make you uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. Yeah, like death and murder and ghosts. The after death. The after death. <laughs> Post-death production. <laughs> I'm like, post-modern. I'm like, post-mortem. Wow. Post Brilliant. No one's ever thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the kind of humor you can expect from us. So hi, Jenna. Hello. Um, it's been a weird week. It has been a weird couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's only Tuesday. You were sick, then I was sick, and then the ice storm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The April ice storm here in Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. I got stuck in my driveway this morning. No. I did not. Well, we just <laughs> we just took the snow um the snowblower attachment off the tractor. Oh fuck. Like 2 weeks ago Josh did it while he was home while I was sick. I was like, yeah, like it's not going below like minus 3 and like it'll maybe rain a bit, but like, whatever. Yeah. And then we got freaking snowstorm, ice storm, everything storm. We lost a lot of trees. <laughs> They were a lot, we lost a lot of good trees. <laughs> and the squirrels and woodland creatures that resided in those trees, I'm sure. Oh man, they're so tragic. Very tragic. Anyways. But, speaking of tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, today, we're going to talk about curses. Urban legends? I'm not really sure. It started as curses. Okay. Then it turned into cursed objects. And okay. then it kind of, like, rolled back into urban legends. So, you all decide what it is based on the stories. I'll give you my professional doctor opinion at the... Your diagnosis. And, yeah, your diagnosis. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, there's, there's a better word for this. <laughs> I think... I looked this up when I was watching House. So, I think diagnosis is your assessment of what it is, and prognosis is your assessment of how it will carry out over time. Oh. I think. All right. So I was tired of them saying it and hey, not knowing what they were. it sounds good. People think you're a doctor. Okay. So I mean, like, <laughs> just roll with it. Okay. So I have three stories for you. Okay. Um, the first is Thomas Busby's chair or okay. the dead man's chair. So Thomas Busby was a coin counterfeiter in 1702. 
in the UK, and I can't remember where. In what? When, sorry? 1702. 1702. Okay. Uh, he ran a business, the counterfeiting business, with his father-in-law, Daniel Otley. That's cute. Yeah. Nice little family business. But uh, tensions were on the rise with business, as happens when you're <laughs> committing crimes. Um, Otley had been trying to get his daughter, Elizabeth, to leave Thomas Busby. Ooh, okay. Which did not go over well. Um, so they would argue about this constantly. Uh, and Thomas and Elizabeth stayed at a local inn slash pub um, where they, I guess, worked out of. Okay. Which is, it will come around later. Otley kept trying to visit them and trying to get his daughter to come away with him. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> like, as I was writing the story down, I'm like, yeah, I guess given the time, like, fathers could just say like no you can't have my daughter anymore but i i just picture like if my dad went up to thomas my thomas and said like eh, i think your time is up my friend like he would just laugh and close the door <laughs> well i think it also has to do with religion as well uh, if you think about my not so favorite favorite duggar family uh, right they have, like, an interview with Jim Bob, which ah. I mean, <laughs> how you're intimidated by Jim Bob, I don't know, but ah. they have that whole interview process. Oh. So I feel like if one of his daughters, I don't know, if he changed his mind, he would just be like, nope, just drag her back by the hair yep. from the inn that they're staying at. So... As I mentioned, tensions were on the rise, and a drunken Thomas Busby came back to the inn uh, to find his father-in-law sitting in his favorite chair, which is a very bad move. Oh, the father was sitting in the favorite chair of Thomas? Yes. Okay. Thomas is the husband. Yes. Father-in-law is the father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as I mentioned, the father-in-law wanted his daughter back and was not taking no for an answer. Uh, so the two fought. Otley left. I guess he did take no for an answer. Uh, but Busby, not to be humiliated, followed him home. Ooh. Um, Otley was found the next day with his head caved in from a counterfeiting hammer. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder who killed him. The butler. The butler did it. <laughs> in the conservatory with the wrench. Yeah. With the counterfeiting. The counterfeiting hammer. wrench. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Busby wasn't a brilliant criminal mastermind, um, so authorities sought to, uh, to arrest him. He was later sentenced to death, um, and it's unclear how, but upon the eve of his execution, Thomas Busby cursed his chair, saying, May all who sit in this chair meet their sudden death. Oh. Yeah. So here's the curse. Fast forward to 1894. There was a local chimney sweep. At the end. Aw. Drunk off his ass. Oh. <laughs> I was picturing what's-his-face from Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what's his name? Can't remember the actor's name. Dick Van Dyke? That's the one. I don't remember no. his... Is it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember his character's <laughs> name, though. Pip. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. That guy was sitting in the chair, drunk <laughs> off his ass, um, and he was found dead. <laughs> Spoonfuls of sugar. <laughs> Sorry. I'm okay. That helps the medicine go down? Yeah. Liquor. 
Drunk. Okay, sitting drunk hey, off his ass. The, <laughs> my point. <laughs> he was found dead the following morning, hanging from a pole outside the hotel. Some pole. I don't know. It's an old building. Oh. Yeah. Um, like hanging like by the neck? Yes. Okay. He hanged himself. Okay. Yeah. I was picturing him like, <laughs> like oh. balanced on top, like Ooh. draped over a pole. Oh. And I was like, how does that happen? Oh, maybe. We'll they just with... said hanging, and I just assumed that... Yeah, that makes the most wouldn't... sense. I like your way better. <laughs> it sounds a bit more menacing. Anyways. Um, so, locals claim that it was a suicide. Mm-hmm. And that's all we hear about the chimney sweep. A little bit later, closer to World War II, there was a builder's apprentice who was dared to sit in the chair by his workmates. While they were off on lunch at mm-hmm. the inn. He fell to his death that afternoon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, on the same building they were working on. Wow. Uh, a little bit later, I don't have a date for this one, but there were two young men daring each other to sit in the chair, as young men do. This is a really old, like, <laughs> it's such an old it's chair. Long, this, I know. It's gross. It's gonna want... <laughs> Well, I'm picturing, like, a fabric chair, so I'm picturing, no. like, at this point, like, 200 years <laughs> worth of drunken ass just soaked into it. It is a terribly looking, terribly uncomfortable wooden chair. There is no fabric. Does it still exist? Can we buy it? I... Shut up. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm very excited. I love online shopping. <laughs> You want this chair after all these men are dying in it. I didn't say I'd sit in it. I just want it. Oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> I want the power. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Two men daring each other to sit in it. Uh, one gave in, and they both died in the car on their way home. Uh. Uh, so, in 1970, this is like... Almost 200 years later, just for context. Yeah. The owner of the inn, like the current owner, decides to get the chair into the cellar because he's tired of these fucking people dying <laughs> <laughs> and the, the curse that's following them around. But then a local delivery driver was on break mm-hmm. in the cellar after making his delivery, sat in the chair and was killed in a crash a few hours later. Wow. And I... I don't need to remind you that Busby said sudden death, not eventual death, sudden, and all of these are happening within hours of the people sitting there. Ah, so, the owner said fuck it and donated the chair (laughs) to the Thirsk Museum, uh, and the curator now suspends it from the ceiling to prevent any unfortunate accidents. Wow. However, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's like the cat story. The cat came back the very next day. Right. But it's a chair. But it was, this is a bit of a bummer, but um, it was later found that they did some analysis on the chair and it, they found that the, the, the spindles yeah. on the arms were machined. And in 1702, mm. that's not something that really happened back then yeah um because uh, it was all done by hand and they found that the chair was not the original but they don't know where the original is so it could still be around killing people so that's thomas busby's chair interesting yeah 
So the fact that he does, this is like only semi-related, but it reminded me, which is why I started writing on my hand halfway through your story. Um, I was in a value village with my parents Mm -hmm. and the guy in front of me in line was returning an urn he had bought. Oh, fuck. Because it still had ashes in it. (laughs) (laughs) But it gets better. So cashier calls manager over, says, you know, they're returning this and it has at She looks inside, it's like, this is the third one this month. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> These people just don't want to hold on to their in-laws. Uh, I blame them, I guess. I don't know. Or their parents. So, yeah. Just that idea Fuck. of like cursed items in a thrift store. That's usually how it starts, right? <laughs> Buy an old Ouija board or like a Jumanji set or something. Yeah. Some spindly old wooden chair. Exactly. Don't sit in chairs. But I guess, so to your point about the sudden thing. Yeah. I guess sudden could mean unexpected versus instant. Yeah, I don't know if he was really thinking about that when they were about to hang him, but... <laughs> No? You don't think so? No. It's like, wait, wait, I wasn't specific enough. <laughs> no. No, but I mean, like, of of the deaths that you listed, like, whether or not they fit under his oh. curse or not, like, sudden doesn't necessarily mean instant. It could mean yeah. just unexpected. Yeah. Okay, carry I on. think to die suddenly <laughs> isn't like, bam, right away. It's just, yeah, I guess, like you said, unexpected is a good way to put it. Never mind. I'm overthinking that one. <laughs> okay, so the next story I have for you yes. are the crying boy paintings. Ew. Yeah. So, <laughs> ew. So, I'm going to show you a picture before we get started. Okay. A uh, crying boy painting. Okay. Oh, that's much less creepy than I thought it was going to be. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, not that it, but just... <laughs> you have that in your fucking house? <laughs> no, but he just looks, like, sad. Like, can I please have some dinner, mum? Versus, like, I don't know, being tortured. <laughs> I find it funny that you immediately associated that with England. <laughs> because <laughs> this painting was extremely popular in post-war England. Of course it was. Yep. So, in 1985, a series of fires broke out. The link. Each home had a copy of this painting, and it was the only thing to survive the blaze. Oh. Yeah. I don't like that. And we're talking, like, not just, like, one or two fires. We're talking about, like, dozens. Oh. Yeah. So, um, the firefighter, local firefighters started believing that this was a curse, and, like, anybody who had this painting... Um, like their house is going to burn down or something that is going to, to happen to them. So people got so caught up with this. Local newspapers picked it up. Uh, they got so caught up that they tried giving their paintings away. Because <laughs> the they couldn't store. destroy them. They, they thought they couldn't destroy them because they <laughs> didn't burn up in a fire. That's so funny. <laughs> wow, my first... I'm so stupid. My first thought was going to be like, why don't they just set them on fire? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. Uh, okay. Um... Yeah. But I also think, like, what a dick move. Like, oh, here's this painting that could probably burn your fucking house down. (laughs) Here you go. Don't donate. Destroy. Also, like, (laughs) if you're going to give it away and everybody knows that it's a cursed painting, like, what what are you doing? (laughs) Ugh. People don't think. Goddamn. 
All right, so the legend behind this painting is that the artist, uh, Bruno Amadio, uh, adopted a young boy named Don Brunillo, who watched his parents die in a fire during World War II. Oh. Um, uh, so Don, the, the boy, is an orphan, um, and a local priest warned the artist Amadio that the boy was the devil's child because he was associated with many house fires in the area. Later, uh, the artist's studio caught fire and burned down. Mm -hmm. He immediately blamed the boy and cast him out, uh, <laughs> as you do. And years later, there was a fiery car crash near the artist's studio, and the driver was identified as Don Borillo, mm. the boy. And the curse lives on in his memory. Wow. So, but here's the truth. <laughs> okay. Here's the, here's your logic. Okay. I've been holding back. <laughs> I know. So apparently the paintings were treated with a fire repellent substance, something to seal them. Yeah. So whatever they used to seal these prints, um, it was treated with fire repellent, which explains how they survived. Yeah. The fire. So blah. <laughs> I started reading and I'm like, oh, this is so weird. And then they're like. But it's actually probably this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck did you waste my time with? <laughs> I was so bummed out every time I started reading one. I'm like, oh, they all have explanations. Like, I want something that's really mysterious. Yeah. So, um, which led me to a lot more research than I had intended to do or that I normally do. Yeah. For one of these episodes. So I was intent on finding something that didn't have an explanation, something that was mysterious. Yes. Which led me to, and I think this is more of an urban legend than a curse, but you tell me. Okay. Um, what do you know about Little Bastard? Son to Fat Bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Not quite. Um, so. Like, the name sounds familiar, but. I think once. Um. I think once I start explaining it, it'll make a bit more sense. Okay. So, Little Bastard was James Dean's Porsche 550 Spider, and it is most recognizable from his movie Rebel Without a Cause. Mm hmm So, the legend goes that within a week of owning it, actually this is the truth, not really a legend at all, <laughs> within a week <laughs> of owning it, uh, he died in a car crash. Um... And shortly after he purchased it, um, he was having lunch with, I can't remember the the actor's name, the guy who played Obi-Wan Kenobi, like the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were out for lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Still in costume. <laughs> Obi-Wan and James Dean <laughs> walk into a bar and <laughs> um, James Dean was like, yeah, like, this is my car, whatever, whatever guys do about the cars and um <laughs> it had tartan seats uh professional pinstripes and i forget what the number is but obi-wan Obi <laughs> <laughs> said that that car looks so sinister that you're going to die in it wow so you should always listen to a jedi right <laughs> fucking james dean should have known better so James Dean's dead at this point. The car is not totaled, but is still floating around in the mist. So the guy who sold the car to James Dean bought the body back, and while transporting it, 
the car fell off the trailer Ooh. and broke a mechanic's leg. Oh. Coincidence? Eh, maybe. Little Bastard was then chopped and sold. <laughs> and the curse followed. Um, so James Dean was a big deal. Uh-huh. So someone wanted a piece of history. They tried stealing the steering wheel and the still blood-covered seats. Oh. Uh, and that guy ended up tearing his arm open, trying to get it in the car. How? Oh, because it was all crumpled and stuff still? Well, How do you tear I, your arm open and getting in a car? Well, you're breaking into a car. Oh, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> just like open door, get in. Just <laughs> so the engine and drivetrain were later sold to one Troy McHenry and Will Eskard. And these guys like to race each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so McHenry bought... Uh, McHenry, while racing, hit a tree, died instantly. Uh, Eskard's car locked up. I think this is the guy who got the drivetrain. I feel like if you get parts from, like, a vehicle that's been in a serious car crash... They're likely to be compromised. They're probably not something you want to put in a race car. I don't know. What do I know? (laughs) Um, So Eskard's car locked up uh, and rolled on a turn. He lived... But he was seriously injured. Mm-hmm. Um, next, the two tires were sold. So the tires survived James Dean's crash. Mm-hmm. They were sold to Joe Blow. Uh, and they blew out simultaneously and the driver ran off the road. Uh, later, th- they, <laughs> whoever they are, um, the car was put on exhibit uh, and thought to... It was thought to bring awareness to safe driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, at high schools before prom, how mad does the, like, they park the um, the limo, the ambulance, and the hearse in the parking lot. And oh, it's, like, what? Yeah, it's for, like, drunk driving around prom. So they're, like, choose your ride to prom. Oh, they never did that for us. Oh, I thought it was really clever. So I'm just picturing that lineup, but with his car in it also. What is it with people and trying to scare kids? Scare kids straight. Well, I mean, it's stuck in my head how many ever years later, so I guess it worked. Fuck, they never did that for us. Mm. What? Did they do that for us? We never drank at prom. My prom was so fucking boring. I didn't go to prom. Ugh. I begrudgingly (laughs) begrudgingly went to prom with my friend Russell, and... We were we were just friends, and he was into this other girl, and he talked to her the whole night. Aww. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> so I might as well have gone stag. But then, <laughs> prom night, he was like, it's going to be the best night of our lives. This is the night where everybody gets laid. And I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so there was a bunch of us in the limo, and we got out of the prom hall thing, and Went to Harvey's, got a poutine and a chocolate milkshake, <laughs> and I went home. Nice. <laughs> and that was like, that was it. I'm like, this is what everybody makes movies about. This is the shit that people care about. Yeah. Well, it's like when people are like, high school is the best four years of your life. I'm like, you people have really sad lives. Right. Then. Same I- with prom. There was so much pressure to put on me from like my 
family and my friends and everyone to go to prom. I'm like, I'm not spending a hundred plus bucks plus a dress or whatever for prom. I'm going to work and I'm going to buy a university textbook instead. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. No Fuck. regrets. It was, yeah, it was a big waste of money and time. Especially because for I, people like us. Like, we're, I'm like, I'm not going to pay 200 bucks to stand in a room with people where I don't like 90% of them. Holy shit, it was 200 bucks? Well, like I said, it was like 100 bucks for your meal and shit and then plus like your dress or whatever. It's expensive in Pickering. Oh, your dress. Yeah, I guess my dress was... I don't even know. I don't even... You look nice. You look nice on your prom. What? Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> Facebook. I How far everything. back have you creeped? Oh, very far back. <laughs> oh, very, no. very far back. Oh, no. There's so many drunken pictures and pictures of me looking so cool. Like, thinking that I'm, like, edgy. But it's okay, because I looked at that and was like, I... That face, I remember feeling what you're feeling in that picture. <laughs> Are we talking about the same picture? Where it's like... <sighs> I don't know. There's a lot. Well, yeah. It's... And, like, the the over-editing, over-Photoshop phase that we all go through. <laughs> yeah. Everything's going to be black and white except my naturally really bright green eyes. That's <laughs> right. Ooh. <laughs> so fancy. Yeah. So... We like to sit in our car. We record in the car at lunch, mainly because we hate people, and we usually sit in the car anyway, and we decided, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah. So, if we're bitching about people driving by or random <laughs> animals, mostly geese, just, oh, there's a squirrel, um, <laughs> random animals just doing their thing and offending us by their very presence, um, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> We're random, but we're not that random. There is a bit of an atmosphere to this podcast. Yeah, it's a very specific atmosphere. I'm looking forward to the day that we potentially have, like, a guest. And I don't just mean, <laughs> like, sit in the back my seat. sister. Yeah, I mean, like, a guest <laughs> guest. Like, welcome to our car. Oh, God. Would we really do it in the car with a guest, though? Yeah, I feel like it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I doubted you. Never doubt me. I won't. Otherwise, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Honorary PhD. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, we're back at prom. Wow. Okay. Let's go. Circle back. Circle back. Put this little bastard in reverse. (laughs) Back it up. It's prom night. (laughs) The guidance counselor is trying to educate you about safety. Ah. They've got their ambulance and their hearse uh-huh. and their limo yeah. and little bastard. Yeah. All right. So they tried to put little bastard on exhibit for safe driving. And the first garage that it was placed in caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> little bastard survived. Was the sad boy in it? I, the crying boy? I don't know. That was only popular in England. This is, this is America. Okay. Okay. God. Um, It was later brought to a local high school Mm -hmm. Prom night Uh, It fell off the display Which Why you would elevate a fucking car I don't know Did it crush people? Did it crush people? Yeah, it broke some kid's hip (laughs) Broke his fucking kid Broke his hip on prom night, Jenna (laughs) He's not getting laid now Oh, I know (laughs) Well Busted them hips What are you gonna do? Maybe he'll get the post-surgery pity lay Maybe just a Pre-surgery beach. Yeah, maybe. 
I mean, good for him. Nurses. (laughs) With the chair. That was the name in the first place. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So, after this kid broke his hip, having a little bastard fall on him. Oh, my God. Um, and I like, sorry, all I can think of is like, <laughs> at the time in a high school, like all of the things that are happening to these people just seem so fucking unsafe. Yeah. Like, let's put this really fucking heavy fucking car <laughs> up high. <laughs> let's let kids walk underneath it or around it. Nothing bad will happen. Oh, it was like hoisted? Yeah, they said oh. it fell off the display, and I'm like, I don't know if it was, like, in the air or, like, just... On a platform? On, like, the stage or something, but somehow it fell off. Like, somehow it fucking ran a kid over. <laughs> Some dick put it in neutral. Right? But the guy, like... Sorry, I have two more points, and then I'm going to circle back. Okay. So, kid broke his hip. Mm-hmm. They decided, fuck this, let's transport it elsewhere. <laughs> so, they... <laughs> While in transport, it fell off the trailer twice. Oh, my God. Like, this is what I mean. Like, safety is important. Check your shit. Check your knots. Yeah. <laughs> Check your chains. <laughs> the fuck? Um, and since then, the car has mysteriously disappeared. No one knows where it is. Aside mm. from the parts that have been in other horrible crashes slash blown out slash broken people some tow truck driver just left in like the middle of the forest and was like i'm done that forest is now haunted i don't need this job that bad (laughs) bad shit keeps happening to people who touch this fucking car but all i could think of is like the guy who sold this car like he sold it to james dean Mm -hmm. then he bought it back Mm -hmm. and then he started chopping it and selling it to other people and Mm -hmm. i'm like that guy is a fucking stephen king villain (laughs) that fucking guy is he can't be a good person all these bad things keep happening i'm yelling (laughs) he's actually in our back seat right now yeah hey guy who sold james dean's car or he was just that ignorant Uh, yeah i guess maybe ignorant is the right word but like uh, yeah just well, I don't know. We'll just put it in pieces. Well, people will still spend money on it. Like, well, that's the other thing, though. Like, because James Dean was so big, yeah. a rebel without a cause was such a big hit. Like, obviously, people are going to want to buy a part of history. Yeah. Haunted or no. Yeah. Like, I just... Fucking bastard capitalizing on that just makes me sad. Oy. Wow. Yeah, so those are my, my three. I had a whole bunch of other ones, but I thought that I would keep it to a urban legend slash... Yeah. Well, yeah, it's one of those topics that, like, once you, like, crack open the door a little bit, it just... Well, there's so many. And, like, with the first two, it's like, yeah, okay, you, you have an explanation at some point. Mm-hmm. doesn't change that things happen and it, they could just be really unfortunate circumstances that were tied back. Yeah. Um, like small town urban legends in the case of Thomas Busby's chair. Um, but it it seems really convenient that all of these things just kept happening. And I'm like the type that just wants to get caught up in it. Kind of yeah. like what we were talking about with ghosts. I'm like, yeah, and then this happened and ooh, it's creepy. But the one that those two, I was like, okay, fine, fine. 
fire repellent with the painting. Sure. Yeah. With with James Dean's car, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and they can't find it? What do you mean they can't find it? Yeah. That just, I don't know. I like that one. I've always, I've heard about it. I didn't know how many instances there were, but yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think I've heard it referenced before, but I've never understood, like, the full story behind it. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Now I know. Always a snowy one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, I should have dated that. Um, I don't know if he had actually done Star Wars, but they, the article I was reading at that point was like, oh, Alec, Alec Guinness? Is that his name? I don't know. His last name's Guinness. Like the beer. Um, <laughs> um, but they're like, this is the guy who played Obi-Wan. I was like, oh, okay, now you're relevant to me. <laughs> So, yeah. Do you have any do you have any curses that you know like local local legends? Mm. I'm trying to remember. Not local for sure. I don't think so. Hmm. When you said cursed objects, I just thought of Cabin in the Woods. See, it was going to be well, okay, so you know the doll Annabelle? Yes. That The Conjuring and all those movies was based off of? Yes. So that's what I was thinking like objects like that. Yeah. Like, it started with the chair, and then the painting, and then James Dean's car. I was like, I guess it's an object, but it's more like, it's like a ripple effect Yeah. of that. But I was thinking, oh, I don't want to do Annabelle, because, like, it's all been done, and, like, it's such a... Well, I think the main difference is, like, the, the curses that you brought up, like, the objects themselves don't really have personality they have association but stories you hear like annabelle it's like the object is the evil rather than just like associated with the evil you know what i mean yeah and i think the fact that it's a doll is very it personifies it yeah exactly yeah Yeah. exactly i mean like if the chair had a face you could probably (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna sit on you (laughs) you sit on me i'll sit on you porn number two (laughs) oh god (laughs) No. <laughs> the chair is fucking huge, too. At least it looks huge in the picture. Mm. <laughs> Good segue from porn. Um, <laughs> it's like... It doesn't look like a normal-sized person's chair. Okay. It looks... You know when you go... Hagrid's to, chair. No, yeah, but not... <laughs> not No, like the real-life Hagrid. Like, whoever that guy was that's like... Like the world's tallest man back in the 30s, 20s? Yeah. Like... I feel like it's at Ripley's. Mm. Like, they have his chair or a replica of his chair. And it's fucking... Like, this thing is the size of my car. Like, it's so big. Yeah. That's how I picture the Busby chair, but... <laughs> well, it explains why it took them so long to move it. Yeah. It's that big. Well, yeah. They should have just... And then they hoisted it up. Like, no one will sit on it up here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's clever. Like... It's just tempting feet. Yeah. So it's not really a curse, but I have... There's a weird thing where you live Mm. that I don't know if you've passed it. I don't remember what street it's on, but I know it definitely exists. Okay. And it used to creep me out because I used to drive by it all the time when I was going to Ghost X's house. Yeah. Um, Which sounds like he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's this tree and there are shoes nailed to this tree. Oh, I hate that tree. You've seen it? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? There's that's that's a pretty common thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god, it scared the shit out of me. I'm like, that is so 
why? <laughs> like, why are you doing that? Yeah, Do I don't you know. know. I don't know why. It's just like, Dream I don't know, travel. a fun thing. It's like, it's kind of like the equivalent of a time ca- like capsule to an extent. Like, I know you usually find them in, like, cottage country, and, yeah. like, the kids will, like, take a pair of their shoes and nail it to the tree, and then, like, 20 years later, it's like, oh, my shoes are still there. Uh. I don't know. But just the me with my weird cluster thing. Oh. I, oh, I hate it. It freaks me out so much. It looks like the tree's <clears throat> growing scales made of shoes. It's a shoe-peed. Shoe-tree. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like looking at it. And it's the same thing. I forgot who told me this, but it, it really resonated with me. They brought up the idea, like, you know when you see a shoe randomly... This is completely unrelated to curses, but... <laughs> That's okay. When you see a shoe randomly on the street, like, you're driving, and you know you see, like, whatever. You see garbage. Yeah. Like, on the side of the road, like a coffee cup or whatever. Yeah. I find it so unnerving since I've I've heard this theory, I find it so unnerving to see, like, a single shoe yeah. on the side of the road. Because all I want to know is how it got there. Yeah, I get super paranoid. I'm like, were they running from someone? Were they abducted? Right? Is that the shoe of a missing person? <laughs> were they trying to get out of the fucking, like, get out of the car or get out of the trunk and, like, their shoe flew off in the yeah. process? Like, that's exactly where I my head goes, too, is, like, what? Why is there only one of you? Yeah. Shoes don't just fly off of cars. <laughs> like, someone's either drunk and throwing their shoe out the window, or they're being fucking taken. <laughs> Maybe city kids are trying to make, like, shoe roads. <laughs> Fuck. We'll just nail them, to the, nail them to the tree. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's just... It's so upsetting, and every time I see it, I'm like... Ah. Whose shoe is that? And they're always off of, like, I almost called it the freeway. No one in Canada calls it a freeway. <laughs> um, like, off the highway? Yeah. Or on the on-ramps? Yeah. And they're always there. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, it's so perfect that it's and right it, there. And I think of hitchhikers just... I was just going to say that. Mm. Hitchhikers or, like, the people that you see um, collecting money on the off-ramps. Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. It's like, what happened to you? And, like, did someone get hit by that car, lose their shoe comically flying over the car? Yeah. Not so comically. And then, like, whoever hit them is trying to, like, hide the body, but they forgot the Ugh. shoe. Right? Like, there's a little pond, like, where I live on the on-ramp that I use to get on the highway. There's, like, a little pond. Like, it wraps around. The highway wraps around it. It's always ducks and geese. And it's, like... You know, a little, what do you call it? Sewer drain? Those big things? Like an it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's one of those. And it's like a small body of water. And I just think, like, if I see a shoe outside of that pond, like, <laughs> I know there's some fucking shit in there. Yeah. And as soon as the ducks start going, stop going to that pond, <laughs> you know something bad happened. And considering, like, how many missing people there are. Yeah. Ah, uh, it just... I don't know, you can go on and on and on about it, but it just, like, it's something that, like, when it was put to me, I'm like, no, oh, no, and it keeps me up at night sometimes. Oh, dear. So, the curse of the highway shoes. (laughs) But even just that idea of, not even necessarily curse, but, like, that history can stay with an object. Yeah. Right? I mean, we assign sentimental value to things all the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, right now I'm wearing a pendant from my great 
great grandmother. Yeah. Because like, oh, it's history. Like this is part of my family, right? It's yeah. history, and I mean, it's just a necklace, like whatever. Yeah, but it's it's important to you. Yeah, and, and like it's the things that it's seen that you haven't been alive for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But then on the flip side, you can have like the evil side of that. <laughs> it's like, oh, the people this thing have, has killed. Yeah, I just I love the folklore, and I think this is like just piggybacking on what you're saying, like the folklore that develops from these these stories or these objects is just so fascinating to me. Like that the chair is like 200 years later, people are still afraid of this thing. Yeah. And it's like just from word of mouth and just from like these weird circumstances, like, oh, he must have sat in the chair. Yeah. He probably didn't. He might have. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is a curse, but maybe like it's probably unlikely that there is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just the fact that he just happened to be in the hotel the night before and then that day he died, like... Yeah. It just, it builds itself up. Yeah. And it's, it's also just our, our tendency and how we, um, how we connect with statistics and information that's being presented to us, like Mm. just to break that down in general fashion, as I usually do, how many people have sat in the chair that didn't die over 200 years. You're telling me there's only five people that sat, not you specifically, but like only five people have sat in that chair. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) But still, it's like, it seems, it seems so out there and so crazy that five people over this course of time have died. Well, I'm after sure sitting more. in a chair. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah, Even still, yeah. right? It's not. Compared to, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, you don't hear about the ones that, who, like, who sat in a chair and lived because it's not interesting. No one cares. Yeah. Like, I survived Busby's chair. Like, no, you didn't. You didn't sit in it. Yeah. Like, it's just. If you didn't die, then you, it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like just... reverses the, the cause-effect logic. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's next? What are you doing next? I have no clue. No? No, I have zero clue right now. Oh, see, I had I was like, oh my god, the well's running dry. We've hit episode... This is episode 11, but we've hit episode 10. And now what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the train is run dry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has not run dry. It goes train i have like whenever i see something where i'm like hmm when i'm just like surfing online i'll save it yeah so i have ju- i have just like a huge bookmark bank of like stuff i haven't actually read yet yeah but i'm like ooh, potential and i was gonna do it this weekend but my weekend turned pretty wonky because of the bad weather and the power out and my internet going out and blah, 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 blah. yeah so when my internet comes back oh man so i'm uh, hoping uh i'm excited for my next one for your next one yeah Ooh. I'm also excited for yours, but I'd like... You have yours mapped out already? I found it last night. Ooh. And I was like, oh man, maybe I should just do this today. And then I'm like, no, no, no. Just... <laughs> You've already done the research. Just get it out there. Yeah. And then start attacking it. This podcast is trying to keep me organized and I have to let it. Yes. I want to know... Oh, you don't know what your next one is. <laughs> I'm excited to know what your next one is, but I'm also really pumped to talk about all the (laughs) nastiness that's associated with mine exciting it's it's along the lines of torture but not as um planned (laughs) okay there you go well i mean you know you're gonna torture someone when you torture someone (laughs) it's not like what am i gonna do today oh no i put bamboo under their fingernails shit not this again oh no oh i can't stop myself no (laughs) Well, with torture, there's like... Oh, oh, I think I do know my next topic. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Everybody shut up. Listen. 
love you. Please keep listening. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I forgot about it because it it resurfaced or the memories of it resurfaced while I was off sick and on cold meds. Yeah. Um, do you want to know what it is, or do you want me to try and tease you? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can tease you. I think I. Well, I do like to be teased. <laughs> <laughs> um. Have you ever heard of the sitting witch in context of sleeping? No, but that made the hair on my neck stand <laughs> up, so I'm really excited about it. Okay, so it's... Don't touch! Okay. Just no, leave I would... it at that. No, 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 okay. Leave it at that. <laughs> just, just, just cut it there. Okay. Let me, let me ride this <laughs> wave of weird anxiety that I have right now. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right. So we've got some we've got some fun stuff coming up for you guys. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Please subscribe. You're on the iTunes and the Google Play. Podbean. Podbean. Facebook. Instagram. The other one. Twitter. That's the one. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, check us out. Come say hi. Email us. Sitting crooked podcast at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook. Yeah. As well or whatever. Yeah. Um, we always want to hear your stories. Yeah, if you have local curses or urban legends, let us know. Or anything that we've ever talked about, really. Yeah. Ghost I mean, stories or future topic ideas. That's, anything weird. Whatever makes you uncomfortable, just send it our way. Yeah, for sure. Even if it's just a picture. Send Jenna all the pictures of coral. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> I will be so legitimately upset. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. But yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to reach out to us. We really want to hear from you. We want to know that we're doing a good job or that we can do a better job and whatever. Just yeah, correct us if we're wrong. Sure. And send us your suggestions. I mean, we've got lots of topics that we want to do, but if there's something you want to hear, we want to do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, I don't know, see you next week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs>